My name is Colin Mitchell, and welcome to Sales Transformation, a daily podcast with the best moments from the most respected people in the sales world. The goal of this show is to give you a daily dose, weekends included, in 10 minutes or less to help transform the way you sell. I hope you enjoy today's episode, and now to David to tell you what you can expect in today's episode. Do you know that understanding leads to closing? As we have understood what the DISC model is and how it applies to understanding people, Emily Shaw is back and this time she discusses some examples of how understanding which quadrant your prospect belongs can help you in easing the sales process and eventually lead to closing more deals. Find out more how you can improve your sales process with the DISC model in this latest episode of Sales transformation. I'm sure you have a lot of examples of people who, you know, weren't thinking about this for just organizations you've worked with to then really understanding it and, and putting it into practice and give any like, you know, stories you could share or just like examples of, you know, if sales organizations started to take this a little bit more seriously and get some help and implement it, you know, what kind of, what sort of results could they expect? Yeah. So I think even if we just broke down each quadrant and I gave you one thing to keep in mind from a sales perspective, um, that might be helpful. So if your organization is selling to predominantly people who are dominant, um, and sometimes those are CEOs, owners, um, they don't have to be, and that doesn't necessarily mean that they are dominant. But if you were able to ascertain in large part who you were selling to, and they were dominant, you would really need to give them the perception of control. It's a little bit like, uh, and I know you have kids, so you get this. It's like showing your kids two shirts that they get to to choose for the day and they choose one and they feel like, yeah, I picked it out. <laughs> it's like, yes. Uh, sort of the same yeah. thing when it comes to understanding the dominant profile. It's not that you allow them to drive the entirety of the process, but at any juncture where you can give them control that makes sense, do it. Um, from an eye perspective, uh, our influencers, they tend to be our most social folks, uh, motivated by relationships. They really like to build things with you. Uh, they have a lot of creative ideas and not a ton of structure. So allowing them to explore some of those ideas and what the solution may look like, entertaining those ideas, hearing them, uh, it's very important for them to be heard. And uh, parroting back that you did hear them is very important, as it is with all humans. Um, S's are really motivated by... So our study relators in another quadrant are really motivated by helping others. So... In large part, if you're selling to a ton of S's and you can find a way to help them see how this benefits other people within the organization or within their department, that's going to be much more motivating than a dominant person who may be motivated by the bottom line or right what's in it for them and quick results they're going to see. Study relators are more people focused. Um, and even the question you just asked, right? What, what results might people be experiencing, not necessarily the organization or revenue, yeah. but people who are actually utilizing it. Um, and C's, if you're selling to high C's, so if you're selling to a ton of accountants and controllers, engineers, um, they're motivated by being right. And so you have to really toggle the line because yes, we want to ask hard questions. Yes, we want to make sure that 
our buyers are thinking correctly, but the language you use with a C to do so needs to be very careful that it is not mm. laced with an undertone of criticism because it will not go well. Uh, even the words should or the horrible combo pack of you should is just a death That's a death sentence. sentence. <laughs> yes. Put just just put that one in the lost column, like yes. right now. Exactly. Yep. Totally shut down. So move, move on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So even understanding how uh, each quadrant is motivated in adopting your language, results you can expect to see are a progressing through your sales process easier and a little bit faster. There's not the bottleneck of miscommunication or posing something to putting a lot of high pressure on a study relator to make a decision in call one. We know that it's going to need to be call three or four that we need to look to for that decision um, and helping them along the way, making smaller decisions until they get to their larger decision. Whereas a dominant quadrant, you could literally just be like, here you go. Here's the bottom line. Here's the information. What do you want to do? Are you in a <laughs> Yeah, great. Um, so I think ease of moving through the sales process, actually having an accurate forecast because you understand which quadrant is in which stage of your pipeline uh, and where is likely for them to close. And using effective communication that's going to support them in making a decision. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you're enjoying the show, drop us a review on your favorite podcast platform. And we hope that you'll tune in again tomorrow as we are here for you every day, weekends included, to help you transform the way you sell.